What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that loves Apex. This is episode 21, and I am one of your hosts, Jay Johnson, and joining me as always is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goo Morgan. Yo, what's going on, y'all? We back at it. Back in here. Let's get it. Hopefully my boy don't cut me off this time. I ain't forget. Let's get it. Coming up on today's show, Sony is helping out a new independent studio. We got some stuff about the Blizzard layoffs. And a GTA fan made a mod and got paid some big bucks for it. All that more coming up on today's show. But you guys know how we do. First off, let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goob. How's it going, big dog? Man, it's going great. You know, we started this pod on a high, you know. Uh, we've been changing up the game lately. You know, just playing some Apex. Got the dub, you know, before we started recording. Big dubs. You know, uh, also uh, about 70% of the way through Spider-Man. You know, finally, game came out September. You know, it's now March. You know, we're trying to trying to clear up some of the backlog, as, as the kids say. Uh, my backlog ain't never very big. You know, it's, you know, one or two games and uh, a couple season passes, you know, but we, we, we trying. You know, we're trying to diversify our portfolio, as the, as the kids in the business say, you know. Yeah, man, it's been good. It's been good to play some Apex with you, with you out here. You got us back on this train. Uh Looking for a, a battle royale to go back to, and it's been nice. Yeah, we got that dub out here. Me, you, and Ray Bans, DJ Ray, just back there on the ones and twos as always. Uh, but talk to me about Spider Man. Talk to me about your impressions so far. You're about seventy percent through, as you said. How yeah. are you liking um, Miles Morales' solo outing over there on PlayStation? You know, so far I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, I, it's a little deeper. You know, it's trying to cut you a little deeper than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, you know, at least different from, you know, Peter Parker and, um, you know, the first Spider-Man, but I'm liking it. It's, um, me and my wife, we just really poke fun at like the stuff that goes on in, you know, like how, how is his web? How can he conduct electricity with his web? And however, it's like, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. Who knows? Uh, but it's been good. I, I've been enjoying. I, I'm gonna reserve the full judgment until after I, you know, complete the game in its entirety. Um, I'm still on the train of it could have been DLC, but you know, we'll wait until we get to the end and see if it can, it can hold its own footing. But I'm I'm enjoying it. It's 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 a it's a it's a good little play so far. Yeah, you're completely right about the tugging on the heartstrings. I mean, Peter Parker is, he's the everyman. I mean, the whole point of Spider-Man is that anyone can wear the mask. So usually when you get a Peter Parker story, it's pretty personal. But uh, with the Miles Morales stories, they even dig even more into that, you know, who the character is and how they became who they are. And so this game being the outing for Miles Morales, they really do tug on your heartstrings as far as having his mom in there. Uh, talking about his dad and what went down in the first game and then even uh, some of the villains and his friends and just just how that that entire story really does involve him and like every aspect of who he is and how he's going to be the man he's going to be and also be Spider-Man so it's a really good story I'm definitely cannot wait for you to get to the end and see how you think about the ending Um, but yeah it's a good time I'm glad you're playing it oh yeah I'm probably probably do that tomorrow um, at least Let's I'm trying to. Yeah, I feel like every time I play it, I usually get about twenty percent of the way through. So yeah, uh, either two more play, two more uh, play times, and, and I should be done with. Yeah, or I could try to like finish it. tonight, but we could probably gonna watch the Snyder Cut. But you know, oh well, I mean, you're only gonna get a little bit into that. You're not gonna be able to do it all tonight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, I, I should be able to finish it up this coming week, though. 
Yeah, man. I also can't wait to hear what, the, what you say about the Snyder Cut. I mean, it's so cool. I'm not going to this is a spoiler free reaction. I'm not going to really talk about the movie in and of itself, but I know I talk a lot of shit. And I know we all get kind of weary of all the the new streaming services, be it, you know, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, you know, this HBO Max, all this shit. Everyone's got a new streaming service. Everyone right. wants to eat your money. But seeing the Snyder Cut is so cool because like it's almost akin to what Disney's doing with the Disney Plus. I mean, I know this is a one-off thing, but having a director be able to come in, and also this is a very specific incident just because of what happened with Zack Snyder and his family and why he had to leave Justice League initially. But all that being said, it's cool to see him get his vision brought to life and like leave nothing on the table. I mean, it's four hours, people talking shit, whatever, but like it's everything, everything he wanted to put in this movie down to the fucking four by three aspect ratio. Fuck you. That's the only, that's my biggest gripe is that is that but we won't go into that right here uh other than that though like for him to be able to do his thing i mean he killed it like he gave everything he wanted in this movie and i get to one off and that's gonna be it so uh, it's cool that these services and the way we in the, the way we take in movies and stuff now gives artists the way and a venue for them to actually give their art different than it could have been before so uh i would say i agree but i ain't watched it yet but but it is cool for them to let him, you know, take another part of the budget from the movie and create a whole another movie so and make it two different movies. So <laughs> go ahead then, Zach. You know, you can put a lot of strings out here. But you know, we we're gonna start watching tonight. We're gonna see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the first part is like 30, 35 minutes, maybe. So and it's in part. So if you guys are Sound like a good about, stopping point. Good yeah, good. you do we'll watch chapter it, one, stop. Yep. It it's just like the open up. It says part one new gods or some bullshit like that and every part has that beginning to it so you know exactly when to stop so i would I definitely bet. suggest if you're watching it take it take it in that kind of sense um but yeah shuts out but yeah thank you for uh, joining us today this is oblivious games your weekly gaming podcast brought to you by me juarez and dj rage i can back there on the ones and twos where we sit down and talk about all the gaming news of the week you can find us on any of these streaming services that you prefer just search oblivious games also, if you like video content as far as the game playing variety, hit us up over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Pod, where we will be streaming on Wednesdays. You can find our, our weekly shenanigans there. You can check out the archive for anything you guys miss as far as uh, what we've been up to. I think this week, I can tease it, I believe, pretty uh, pretty okay. We're going to be doing some Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, Ray-Ban is going to finally get us enlisted and get us out there in the cockpit. I believe it's on Game Pass now. Uh, as of this recording and you guys can uh, jump in then if you want to and then come by and see us be really really bad about that game are you ready for some some squadrons out here warriors i am i'm i'm excited we were gonna get on earlier uh but you know we, we, earlier we, though we, we yeah earlier though we hit a hard pivot but i'm I'm excited to play ace combat i mean um uh squadron <laughs> i'm i'm excited to play squadron star war did you play it you played ace combat back in the day yeah oh i played me and my brother played the shit out of that was a man, that was a banger. Shouts yeah. out to Ace Combat. It was a jam, yo. I think Ace Combat Six, the last one, is on Game Pass. I believe. I thought I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Man, so melodramatic, but shouts out that those games are awesome. Good times. Good times. All right, pretty quick show for you guys coming up today. Uh, we got three big news items that we'll talk about, and then a couple extra bits towards the end. Should be a fun one. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. All right, first up, we got a new independent studio coming out of Montreal. PlayStation is given a small tease for an unannounced new IP from a freshly formed independent studio out of Montreal, Canada. The news comes by way of PlayStation blog as the studio founder Jade Raymond reveals for the first time the beginnings of her newest project. 
While the post is short in specifics and details about the game and the studio itself, Raymond makes it very clear that she has come to make games. Quote, it's time for us to focus on games in a place where we can practice our crafts without any barriers or impediments. End quote. Raymond is an industry veteran of more than 25 years. She most notably executively produced Assassin's Creed 2 with Ubisoft before eventually moving on to EA and forming Motive Studios. After a very, after a very short time, she was plucked away from EA by Google to lead Stadia Games, Google's first party development team that was shut down this past February. While still early, Raymond promises to reveal more news soon. All right, Warriors, pretty cool news coming out of uh, this newly formed studio, Raven. Uh, they're going to be headed by Jade Raymond, as I said before, and we got a new, uh, a new, I guess, second party, well, independent IP that will be produced by PlayStation. Now, uh, this has been getting a lot of news in the in the gaming sphere just because Jade Raymond is attached to it. She's a pretty big, uh, pretty big person in the gaming sphere um, and has been attached to a lot of big projects. However, she hasn't made any like full games in recent times she's been on a lot of things started a lot of things and kind of moved on moved on moved on from there so uh the opportunity for her to actually make a game which is looking like she wants to do uh, is kind of cool coming out of there and also a lot of people are making comparisons to kojima productions because that was the last kind of big um partnership stony had with someone kind of just making a studio and then turning around a game in some time and then kind of giving them funding so what do you think about these new uh these new prospects for uh jade raymond and her new studio haven out here uh, I mean, it's kind of tight. You know, I'm always, I'm always excited to see you know new IP come out. So, you know, the, the more games the merrier. You know, it takes me a while to get around to them, but you know, I, I eventually I do get around to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and plus, she seems like a veteran. I mean, I, yeah, big time. Motor Studios. That sounds so familiar. Uh, your Star like, Wars. Isn't that Star Wars? Yeah, it's yes, that... the one. Um, so is that Squadron Two? Yeah, EA Motors is responsible okay. for the uh, Battlefront and the Squadrons. Uh, she was also tagged in uh, in there with Visceral Games to make Amy Hennig's ragtag game, but um, uh -huh. that also kind of fell through. Um, and I think she started out a lot of the stuff for um, Motive, obviously, and was like on a part of those earlier things as far as Battlefront went. But uh, she was kind of gone by the time that they were working on uh, Squadrons and such like that. So, I gotcha. Oh yeah, I mean that's tight, man. I mean, you know, the, the more games, you know, especially they're gonna give her the resources to do what she wants. You know, it's always it's always nice when, you know, you got the ability to like, you know, bring your dreams and uh at least your your vision to something, you know, bring it to life without, you know, everybody overseeing it and micromanaging and shit like yep. that. So that's kinda tight. I, mean, I love me some Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed too. The one uh I did I fell off when it got to the uh the American Revolution, I believe. Uh then three. It was just there's too much going on after that. Maybe someone after that. Who? Who's three? Who's the star? Connor three? Kenway. Oh, it was after Connor. After Connor, then I just fell off. Like it's uh, Black Flag. If it's in the Black, number of injuries, actually, you know. I played that one. I didn't finish it, but it was free on Game Pass, mm. so I did play it. Black Flag was uh, huge. Yeah, it was fun, but I ain't, I got tired of being a pirate, and the physics didn't make sense to me running over like. See, you know, uh, beaches and shit, but hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> the pirate life, the pirate life was not for you. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not. You know, we tried, you know, we dabbled, you know, 50 percent in it, you know, we got out of there, but yeah, um, but you know, other than that, man, so it's 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 good. It seems like she's been involved with a lot of good stuff. Um, 25 years, I mean, I feel like she hasn't done more than that in 25 years, and well, so that's the thing, then, yeah, I mean, uh, the biggest thing would be Assassin's Creed, and kind of mm -hmm. from there, she's been a attached to a couple of different projects but 
with her bouncing around, say from EA and then even to to Google, like she started mm. a lot of things, but hasn't like really finished much. And mm, I think that's kind of what this post is about and why people are excited about it. That's why I pulled that specific quote. It's like, it seems like with Google and then even with EA, you know, a lot of people pulling her a lot in different directions and maybe wanting something specific and, and really kind of taking her out of it. Now, she's not a creative, like she's a producer. So she's like heading up all these things. However, yeah. it seems that in the situation she's been in, there's been like some kind of background stuff that hasn't necessarily had led her to make the things that she did make it b- before when she was like at her heyday, you know? Um, mm, and I gosh. think, I think that's the most exciting thing about this, right? I mean, the comparison I did before to Kojima Productions and Sony, like essentially Sony's like, Hey, Kojima come through. Like we know you're the dude, you know, you pick your engine, yada, yada, yada. We're going to help you out. We'll give you the resources. And again, not the same one-to-one because we're talking about producer versus like someone, uh, hands-on with actual um with the tech and stuff but with her statue then she should be able to also get some similar treatment i would assume for this kind of studio especially if sony's like putting on the blog you know announcing it saying hey like this is this is what we're doing and kind of giving her that space for it so yeah it's exciting for someone to kind of just get back to work it seems like she's been kind of distracted for the past 10 years um and kind of hoping that she can make something that's her own again and that can really hit something like assassin's creed 2 and all that shit did so right I'm here for it. You know, I got a uh, hopefully then, but you know, whatever's come out, we might, might have a little PS PS five, you know, and and we can get that that latest and greatest technology. But you know, uh, it sounds like a good move. I guess. I mean, I guess we'll just patiently wait and see see what comes of it. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I I really want to see what they use. I mean, they have a lot of in house studios that they or sorry, in house engines that they use. Like it could be. Something like Death Stranding uses the engine that the Horizon people like Gorilla made. Um, if they use something like that or something smaller, like is this going to be a smaller game, bigger game? She's uh, really attached to open world action games, um, third person action games. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's something a little bit smaller. So uh, stay tuned with us and we'll keep you guys updated as we find out more information. All right. Next up, Blizzard layoffs. Activism Blizzard has laid off between 50 and 190 employees from its esports division amidst the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic halting its live events. The reports come from Sport Business Journal. As Esports Insider details, the Overwatch and Call of Duty leagues have been hit the hardest. The employees were given a severance package that included healthcare and a $200 gift card to Battle.net. As reported by Eurogamer, Activision Blizzard is also looking to consolidate its European publishing arms and has prepared its Germany, France, Spain, UK, and Netherlands offices for layoffs later this year. All right, Warriors. Uh, uh, so COVID showing its face in even more ways. Uh, obviously, esports is a big thing. Uh, really spearheaded by Activision Blizzard. I mean, the Overwatch League, the Call of Duty League, like these are some of the biggest things out there. Um, but, you know, with us not being able to, you know, to be at live events and to congregate like we used to, uh, they've had to change these events and even kind of stop them wholesale. So, uh kind of sad news coming out of Activision Blizzard and I think they want to pivot but at the moment it's like they're kind of in the wings waiting and I don't I'm assuming that they don't really see much of uh, an out so they're kind of changing the way they're doing things so what do you think about this news coming out of out of our favorite uh Overwatch people out here man this shit sad yeah <laughs> that's a lot of people I'm a lot of jobs yo um what 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 are all these people my confusion is what are these people like doing like what's the esports division? Is that like so, the what's the shit you watch on Twitch? It can't be that. Well, yeah, I mean you got to think. Whereas these people, like the Overwatch League, was everywhere. Like more than ten cities oh, had sure, yeah. had a had a team, and they had places. These like they were making stadiums for these kids. I mean these these events were 
massive live events that went places that had all these kind of fixtures and stuff. And the reports were coming out at first that was like 50 people, but then it increased to 190. So somewhere in between there, it's not, we don't have any specifics there. So it could be as small as 50, but it could be more like a hundred. So, mm, I mean, I that's you. a lot of, that's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people around a lot of cities. So true. I can definitely I guess, you know, see. Yeah. Like setting up venues, you know, getting passes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess you're right. Yeah. But they got the $200 gift card though. So that's something, huh? <laughs> that is yeah. something indeed. Hey, you can buy some uh, uh, buy some loot boxes with that. We were talking about that. The chat was like, "Man, give them like some stock options or something." But I would assume since this stuff is kind of new as far as the leagues goes, that they're not. I mean, I'm not talking shit here. It sucks that people have lost their jobs, but it seems like it was probably more of a contract thing anyway, right? Like, oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're setting up these things in cities, okay, well, let's go in there and grab some people. I mean, and game studios themselves, even not in these kind of situations, are are known to beef up during production and then slim down once the production is in it. So I, I would assume that these people are maybe more so in the line of like, I would hope at least that that was kind of like the idea of the job itself. It always sucks that people lose their jobs, but I mean, it is good that they're at least giving them um, these savage packages. I mean, I'm not really talking about that $200, but the other things in there are a little more positive than that. So, right. Huh? But see, and I guess, I guess it makes sense though. Huh? Well, I mean, not sense, but like as in like a, a live service game, because I guess you know if if you just hire a lot of people to do like a single player co op game or something, that's different than you know having to keep a staff on. I guess like right because you know, it's been people been at Destiny for like, I mean, Bungie for like five six years just updating the live service game. So right, yeah, I guess that's a little different, but but still though, either way, this is this is some sad shit right here, man. Yeah, it's not the best. Best wishes out there to everyone uh, affected, and then even more so wishes to the people in Europe uh, as they continue to do those cuts. Because I think they want to um, concentrate their efforts over in Europe and kind of be more uh, concise. I mean, we've seen a lot of that, man. And this is—it's not just in the gaming industry; it's everywhere, really. Like the COVID, it's kind of shown us that we can do things differently and um, more efficiently, even in kind of having people at home or smaller offices. And uh, you know, you never want to see people lose their jobs over, but we also um would like to see you know better things come up as far as like the operations go so uh we'll keep our eye on it blizzard activision they're massive uh they do a lot of different things so we'll kind of just see how it goes and um yeah um hopefully everyone can recover and get on to doing what they love to do next selling more loot boxes <laughs> uh, uh what's his name michael transaction has entered the chat there he is <laughs> He's coming for your money. Your hard on earned coins. Just give me Overwatch 2 already. Yeah. Yes, please. It's been like 20 years. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Next up, we got a crazy GTA fan mod. GTA Online's infamous loading times have been addressed. And by a not so likely source, the modder, Toaster CX, increased the game's loading speeds by 70%. PC Gamer reports, after going over the numbers, Rockstar confirmed the fix worked and then proceeded to reward the modder for their trouble. Through Rockstar's bug bounty program, Toaster CX received $10,000. It's usually a sum reserved for finding security and privacy issues, but they decided this was a big enough fix to merit the sum. GTA Online can be played now across consoles, minus Switch, and PC. Juarez, the modders out here doing some dope-ass shit, man, and getting paid the big bucks. That's kind of tight, really. Um, cause a lot of, um, a lot of companies actually do that. Like, especially like with the government and stuff, like, um, cause this is going to bring back Spider-Man. 
me and Lauren were talking talk about this earlier. Was uh, apparently these uh, high school kids can easily hack into all these big company systems like Ganky. You know, he just he just can hack into any system. Like, hey, I need this blueprint, blah blah. blah bam, and he's in there, right? So, I imagine this should, must be a little bit more complicated than that, right? But it's kind of cool though that they's like, man, you know, you you broke it down. You know what I'm saying? You done fixed whatever, you know, the algorithm was and you compressed it and made it work so much better. And I mean, I feel like he should have got more than $10,000, but <laughs> coming from a game that's been that's like 10 years old, still like top five selling. And coming from Rockstar, right? They could have given him the farm. Exactly. Really. Or a job. I could have gave him whatever you want. You know? so. But, you know, regardless, um, that's pretty tight. You know, that's like one of the, I feel like this is like one of them Apple moves, you know, they'll let you like jailbreak the phone and you're like, there are people who create all this like extra stuff and then they'll just add it in like an update. Swear they swear they came up with They're always waiting. They're like, no, nah, we'll let you try that out and then we'll we'll put Exactly. That. <laughs> See, like that, that's why I wish once again, I'll I'll be going off the rail. But ahead. I wish I wish Bungie did this. Like people always like mock up stuff for the game. They like make these just dope ass suggestions, but they just like refuse now nah, I'm not gonna say they refuse to listen, right? Cause once again, I'm not a developer, I'm not a programmer, none of that, right? But if you just implement some of this stuff that people be begging you for, like, you'd be much better off in the community. It wouldn't be so fucking salty. So, And this is just perfect, right? Because, like, Grand Theft Auto, what do they have to lose? Like, cool, man, you made our game run faster. Now we can probably let y'all play it for another five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, so <laughs> this tech is directly <laughs> going to link into whatever they're making for the PS5 version, right? Because that's coming exactly. out later this year. And that, like the PS5 by itself was going to make it blazing fast anywhere in the <sighs> Xbox Series X, mind you, all the next gen consoles. Mm. But like now with this fix in place, like this shit's going to be butter, you know? Like, I'm, see, see this type of speed, right? From going from last gen to this gen. That's like the speed increase, and then it's gonna probably double again on like a next gen console. So, like that's that's just mind blowing. That that that's just crazy. I'm not gonna play no fucking Grand Theft Auto One because <laughs> you know the, the game. This game came out when I was in college. I don't know, words. Listen, I'm really listen. I'm really <laughs> interested for this update because we had some fun. Oh lord! And if they really go in on whatever this PS5, man, PS3, PS4, PS5, like three generations of this fucking game, we're gonna be out here like, I'm like bro, of, three I'm consoles came out. <laughs> this game, I'm, I'm kind of compelled. <laughs> Make a new game. Never, oh no. God. No, they're not going to. What's the point well, of making a GTA 6 when you can top the charts with your 2012 game out here? Like, it's know? so crazy. Like, people people buy the game just to get the shark cards. Just to get the shark cards, yeah, yeah. Like, that's microtransaction. That's crazy. Yes, yeah. Yes. Like, if you done, you done bamboozled fools into buying a whole game just to get some in-game currency, that's beyond me. I ain't, I don't even. That's why I keep my little day job. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty cool story, but it does bode well for GTA. I mean, like I said before, there is no stopping this train. It's going to get bigger and bigger, and we're going to go more and more. So, yeah, I mean, shouts out to them for supporting someone, supporting the community, and and kind of shining a light on that. I mean, that that's what games is all about to me, right? It's us sharing these things and and really kind of experiencing things together, and for someone in the community to get this kind of praise and actually really have an effect on their game. And yeah, you're right. I mean, I've, I wish Bungie had some kind of like. Even like a test server or some bullshit that they could do to kind of mm-hmm. kind of take um take in feedback or have some kind of modern support, but 
um, maybe in the future. I mean, Bungie and Destiny, they're, I, th- I feel like that game is looking for some kind of new change that's going to take it even farther because while this model is currently sustainable, I mean, you know, you can ask Temp, some of the hardcore people are a little more annoyed and we can see uh, if they're going to respond to what, because they're pretty good about it, right? They're good at responding yeah. to what kids yeah, want. Yeah. So if they keep going this for the next couple of years and no one's really feeling it or they want something more, then I'm assuming they might change. So we'll see. They're not. <laughs> you heard it here for us. They yeah. not. That's what you get. You're going to keep it or you're going to go play something else, but you're going to keep playing it. Yeah, I mean, hey, they got they got you they got you hooked. They got our hours already in there. Yep. They definitely got my hours too, so I ain't even talking shit. <laughs> yep. What's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to today's show. If you like what you hear and want to be a part of it, hit us up at obliviouspod at gmail.com. Also hit up our socials, obliviouspod on Instagram and then at obliviouspod1 on Twitter. Hit us up. Tell us you like us. Tell us you love us. Tell us we're pretty. All right, back to the show. All right, that's it for the ne- for the big uh, news stories. Uh, we got a couple quick ones here at the end before we get up out of here. Uh, first off, where is PlayStation Play at Home? Man, this is a pretty cool initiative that Sony started up. They, uh, they started off with Ratchet and Clank, uh, the reboot from 2015, I believe. A uh, pretty cool game. They kind of just condensed the Ratchet and Clank lore into a new game, and it was coinciding with the movie. That was okay, but the game was actually really good. Uh, that was the first of this Play at Home initiative. Now, essentially, the Play at Home initiative, initiative is... Um, a series of games that you can get for free if you have a PlayStation system. Uh, you can go over there. You don't need PS Plus or anything like that. You just go in there. You get them. You have them forever. Uh, it's kind of a reaction to the whole COVID thing, right? We're all at home. Uh, we're trying to be at home, right, to save lives and shit like that. So Sony wanted to be uh, a part of that, you know, that that movement and actually make people have a reason to stay at home or give people something to do while they stay at home. So they've done the Play at Home initiative, started out with Ratchet and Clank, and now they got some more games. Uh, they've added Moss, Astro Robot, which are both um, PSVR games. They added Abzu, uh, The Witness, which is a puzzle game. We got uh, Into the Gungeon, which is pretty dope. Uh, Thumper, which is a music game. Subnautica, and then Res Infinite, I believe. Um, so it's pretty cool, man. We got a bunch of games kind of coming out, staggering. Oh, and they announced a big one. So right now we got Ratchet and Clank, and the biggest one is Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, the last first-party game from Guerrilla Games, and that game is fucking fantastic. So what do you think about uh, Sony out here being uh, Santa Claus and giving out all these free games to uh, to play at home? That's kind of dope. You know, I'm uh, my, you know, much money as they get, they can afford. You know, get 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 a little little play of the free game every now and again. Um, what what's the what's the frequency on the game though? Say again. What's the frequency that they give out the games? Like every month. Oh every yeah, so it's uh, I believe it's every month they gave out the first one, and then within the month they gave out the second one. But now they have a roadmap of giving Abzu is March twenty fifth, and then oh I think there are March twenty fifth. Yep. So oh, yeah, so it's it's like a right bundle there. essentially, yeah. And then I guess they're gonna keep going. So from the time March twenty fifth all the way up until. April 23rd, I believe, is the kind of uh, the time that you can um, get the games. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm always down for that. And uh, from I di- just so the uh, audience knows, I have this game in my backlog as well. <laughs> Eventually, I will play it. But when? No one really knows. Um, But that's nice, though. You know, it's always good when, um, you know, companies give out, you know, to the to the loyalists. You know, I hear for, you know, playing a game. I mean, if it's free, it's probably take like what? Maybe it's about, something like about a 45, 50 hour game. I mean, that's 
you know, really, you can't beat that return on investment. You cannot so, beat that. Yeah, so I'm here for it, man. Even if it's even if it's a game is free, you only play it for like ten minutes. So what? They ain't cost you nothing. Yeah, you lose a try. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all for this. Xbox, you next. Give me some free stuff. Give us some free stuff out here, Xbox. Chat out. All right, next up, you're gonna love this one. Whereas we don't really get to talk about uh, our love for comics that much on this show, but this is finally right. a crossover that we can that I can have a reason to talk about. God of War: Fallen God uh, is a comic book series coming out. And it's going to be a prequel series uh, to the God of War 2018. So essentially, it's going to bridge the gap between God of War 3 and spoilers when, you know, Kratos stabs himself in the heart with that sword. Yes. <laughs> and then how the fuck does he get to being married to who he's married to and being in the uh, in the Norse gods realm? So, yeah. What do you think, man? We're going to get a comic book with God of War and bridge that gap. Uh, we love it because. This might be one of my favorite, you know, one of my favoriteest games of uh, all time, right? Such a good game. Yeah, so good. Um, I think the only one I didn't play was there's one of those like weird ones on on PSP. Um, I didn't play Chains of Olympus. That one was on PSP. I played Ghost that of one. Sparta. I think was a that's the one. I didn't play that one, but the rest of them I played. That's one of the only reasons. Once again, about PlayStation products. PSP. I bought it so I could play that game. Okay, step your game up. Yeah, and I did step it up. So, this tight. Who is making this? Who who who's gonna be publishing on I me? Mean, is it? Em- oh, I think it's kind of tight. Dark Horse. Em- Let me see. Oh, sorry, okay. It'd be even better. I believe it's Dark Horse. <clears throat> Got a war comic. Yeah, check it out. So, but uh, this is dope. I'm definitely gonna be. I don't, but see, that's the thing, man. Like, sometimes I'd be wanting to, like, you know, because I'm probably just gonna buy one trade paperback, right? Of course, yeah, yeah. Cause it's dark horse, tried, dark horse. Okay, good deal. Even better, yeah. I, I'll support that. Yeah. Because I hate buying, like, it's, the allure of it is cool, right? To yeah, buy. I, I'm, I know each. you're going to go ahead, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the allure of it is so cool to buy each, each individual comic yeah. every week, right? Because you get the covers and all that shit like right. that. It's cool. But then you got to get the the slips that yep. the comic will go in, right? Yep. <laughs> then you got to get a damn box to put it in. And it started taking on too much space. So yep. I think I'm just going to wait for I don't want to be, you know, like a bandwagon jump or whatever. But I'm probably just going to get the trade paperback once they put all of them together. And we're going to call it because I'm not buying that shit every week. It'd be it'd be too much. TPB is the way to go. Um, yes. I, I know your struggle and Jesse loves her some physical media. So we actually Can't. went to Ikea yesterday and she just got a new box to put our X-Men comic books in. And yeah, the, uh, like there's not a corner in the opening living room space that doesn't have some comic. And I'm not hating this. It's what it is like. Do your thing, dear. But for me personally, I like my trade paperbacks, I like my uh, my art books. But I've been doing my comics on digital. So I'll definitely be here day one as soon as it drops. Um, right. I think they have the preview out now. Uh, but the actual... Um, yeah, first will came March 21st, and I think the actual comic is coming later on. So, uh, yeah, pretty excited about it, man. Uh, I want to know what the story's about. I want to know just more in this world. And I think this is a great way to do it. I mean, comics, uh, pretty, you know, you can do what you want, right? Like, you're not really held to any kind of time standards, budget standards, all that shit like that. You get an artist, you get a writer, uh, you can kind of go to town. So, I think it should be pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. And the art looks dope as well. I'm kind of clicking through these previews. I'm I'm definitely liking yes. what I'm seeing. I'm looking at it as well. I'm 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 here for it. Here for it. Here we go. All right. Next up, uh, Sony has announced its new PSVR controllers. They look pretty sweet. Uh, they're kind of rounded. They're looking like the ones you see on PC for the Oculus Quest, unless you like that. Uh, they will feature haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. 
And yeah, we're finally getting rid of the move controllers. Speaking of things that have lasted way too long, the move controllers have been around since the PS3 generation. So uh, we really want to get those out of here as far as getting some new tech goes for uh, this VR system. But yeah, man, um, new controllers coming through. It's kind of a hollow announcement because we're getting the controls and we still have no idea when PSVR 2 is coming out. But, you know, at least we'll get those um, those things in there. So um, yeah, Ray, whenever... Uh, they get their PS5 and the PSVR2 comes out. They're going to these, get these controls out here and fly around and be in the best pilot they can be. For sure. Uh, Shout out. Like, I don't even like little little gimmicky shit like that, right? Are you digging these? Oh, shit. But I'm kind of digging these. I was like, okay, this don't look okay. too bad. Like, these don't look as corny as I thought they were going to look. So I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Uh, it, 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 the price come in looking all right. It just, I hate having so many wires on shit. You know what I'm saying? One wire for the PSVR 2, though. One okay, wire. Okay, that's a promise. I might do that then, you know, because like, I don't know if everybody, like, I'm I'm not a minimalist, right? But I hate collecting stuff. I just hate it. Like, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, what if we move? Damn, that's one more damn thing I got to move. And I so hate it. So stressful. Moving. Like, if you, for my moment, I help you move, right? But I just, I hate it. Like, me and my brother, when we first moved into our house, it, we, me and him did it in a day, right? Because we just did it and I hated it and I hated every part of it. And that's why I don't collect things. Long story short. But these are kind of tight, though. I would get these because they look kind of like almost like uh, cyberpunk S, you know what I'm saying? Just go right mm-hmm. on your hands. like one little smooth thing. You ain't got to like to me like, you know, and you know, I should know all the commands that, but um, I'm kind of digging these. Happy feedback. I'm still, uh, um, that shit's still up in the air for me, but you know. We're gonna get you a PS5 controller. We'll see if he can get you back on Rumble with the with the haptics. I think you will it's like a Rumble the haptic off. Fe- it's a pro tip. I'm, well, so here's the thing. I know you like Rumble off, but I would uh, I would say that Rumble traditionally is a little more like you say intrusive. I don't I don't necessarily think I'm surprised when it rumbles like you like you did have like you alluded to before. But <laughs> I understand that the old Rumbles were kind of just one spot. They weren't very nuanced. But the the haptic feedback it actually it's more than one spot and it feels good. You know, I can't explain it to you. So when you I get your hands, well, I mean, on you know, I'm, once I get my hands on it, we'll try it. We'll see what you, you think. Know, if it works out, you know, so be it. Okay, so be it. So be it. All right. Uh, really, kind of random news. Uh, PlayStation bought Evo. Evo, the championship uh, fighting series. They just up and bought them, which is kind of cool, but kind of strange. Uh, it's been a week of people buying things. I mean, Xbox bought Bethesda and all this shit like that. So I guess PlayStation's like, hey, I want to get some too. Uh, so about the Evo Championship Series, um, the biggest fighting series of ever. People come through, they're playing everything from Street Fighter to Mortal Kombat to Tekken to even uh, Smash. And Nintendo did comment. They said that they'll still be there uh, holding down their stuff for Smash. So yeah, Wars, have you ever watched any of the Evo tournaments? Have you ever like tuned into that shit? I mean, we talk about sweats and people like being good at games. There's no, probably no like pound for pound better group of gamers than people who play fucking fighting games. Those kids are insane. Those kids are insane. I don't, I've only, I, don't even, I haven't watched anything live, bro. I, I watched uh, some YouTube clips of it before. Yeah, they 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 kind of like like disrespectful, really. <laughs> you know, it's definitely just me. Um, you know, if I'm saying they're fighting this dude, yeah, man, we two of the best. But you know, why you gotta act like that, man? Why you gotta act like that? You get in my face and all this crazy shit. Like I'm about to fight you for real. Y'all gonna disqualify me? But like they they be too, I ain't gonna say them. You take too into it because that's. That's probably what they get paid to do. That's like yeah. livelihood or whatever. But like, I like you've been there before, man. 
And they're right there beside each other too. Like they're with their fighter pads, like shoulder and shoulder. Right. At least with with Madden, you like on the other side of the screen. (laughs) You know, like you got two TVs set up, you know, you landed up, but like, bro, you right next to me talking crazy. I'm finna slap the fuck out of you, man. I've seen some crazy like people come down, like be like one hit from the from the death and like make it come back, bro, and just, and like, just do like all the block, bro, with like one health and just win. I'll be like, bro, I, just, I give up, I give up, wouldn't do it. That shit is awesome, but that's a good say. Def Jam Vendetta, bring it back. Okay, uh, ranked, ranked, uh, was it ranked. top thirteen in the world? Or top it was? ten, yo, let's go. Get at me, I beat the dude with three. Beat his ass. I still got the I still got the Xbox message. <laughs> <laughs> he did say good game though. He was like, man, you know, good job, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Cause I beat the shit out of him. But it's all good. You know, that's when I had my hand. I was on point. I was about to say back when you were good against the shit now, you know. <laughs> we're only gonna get we're only gonna get worse. We're only Thank you, get worse. 60 frames. <laughs> So that's cool. We'll keep you guys updated as that goes. If anything comes of it, as far as like um, maybe kicking Nintendo up, but they probably won't do that. But I'm just talking shit. All right, uh, last one. We got the Square Enix stream. Uh, everyone's having streams now. Nintendo Direct, PlayStation uh, experiences, all this shit like that. All these different events, and Square Enix decided to get on the fun this year. So um, pretty cool stream. I mean, Square Enix has a lot of different things. They open up with Avengers talking about the update, which is been pretty good 60 frames we got hawkeye in here um so that's cool we're also gonna get black panther finally he was announced and teased i guess he won't be coming just yet but later this year uh, they've forgotten about spider-man at this point they're trying to play catch up on so many things that spider-man i don't fucking know what he's but, yeah out, trying but, to yeah trying to catch the player base up bet you think people play, playing yeah. <laughs> i'll play right now if spider-man drops but he won't be dropping for later this year so we'll wait for that but black panther does look cool i don't know if you saw the trailer but he looks really cool coming yeah. out here he's like this is dope. he's a, he was out there uh, in Wakanda, like, hey, Avengers on me, all this shit like that. Uh, Outriders is coming to Game Pass day one, which is pretty huge. I talked about that a little bit. Uh, we got Tomb Raider collection again because it's the 25th anniversary of uh, Lara out here. Uh, and then Project Athia. Project Athia got named. Um, it is Forspoken. Pretty cool third person action RPG. Uh, it's led by one of the actresses from the reboot of Charlie's Angel. I'm not, can't remember her name, but it looks pretty sweet, kind of like a. Almost like a Final Fantasy light. It gives me Final Fantasy 15 vibes. Uh, but yeah, Wars. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Square Enix little event out here. Kind of pretty cool. What do you think about uh, Avengers? And then I guess you could talk about Outriders coming to Game Pass. Because I know you played that uh, that demo uh, before. And you were kind of digging it. So Yeah. So Avengers, the game did. It's going to be dead within a matter of <laughs> a couple months. Y'all hang that up. It's, got a, it's a good IP. But people ain't playing it, okay? What a what a uh, what a terrible, huh? terrible thing to do to such a great IP. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just letting y'all know now for real. Like, we all love Avengers. You know, we all love MMO. We love you know looting. We love shooting. We love fighting. But this ain't it, Chief. Okay, it's too much going on with it. Um, Outriders. That's a move for Xbox. I'm here for. It. Folks might hate, you know, but. That's a game that can be on Game Pass, and I think it'll be good, right? Because I think it's a difference in you paying sixty five for Avengers, and like it disappoints you, right? Between playing Outriders free on Game Pass and like, oh well, 
it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I can jump in and have a good time with my friend. I'm, I'm out. I lost nothing in it. You know what I'm saying? Except for like an hour, two of my time. You know what I'm saying? So like that is a good move. But Avengers, it's and that's the weird thing, right? Because that IP, so many characters. You have like literally thousands of characters that you could add. You have literal thousands of storylines that you can put in there. And like it, it could be really good. You ever play DC Online? You ever play that? Yeah, I played DC Online. I liked it a lot, actually. I like, and I yeah, played yeah. Marvel Heroes for a little bit before that got uh, killed as well. So Yeah, I like DC Online. Like That was tight, right? Because I, I made like a little flash card running up walls and shit. And shit was fun. As well. What a nerd. Yeah, I know, right? And oh, one, one aside before base, you keep so. going, Flash gets a lot of love in the new Snyder Cut. Shouts out to that. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. I heard Cyborg get a lot of love, too. And that's what we're he, here for. It's really Flash and Cyborg show completely. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get it. Uh, but it's dope. But you know, hey, listen. I know people out there, and not they, you know, there ain't a lot of PlayStation Fives in a while, right? But I know y'all been having trouble with the save migration. Y'all can talk shit all you want about the Xbox, but it's seamless as fuck. It's Excuse very, I'm very jealous. Okay, <laughs> so get wrecked, PlayStation dweeps. No, I'm just kidding, man. Y'all, y'all cool people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Just like you said, I mean, Outriders, it is what it is. It's kind of weird because it's a co-op game that is positioning itself like a live service game, but they're trying to stay away from the live service. It's almost like they want it to be more of a Diablo over Borderlands, which is fine, I think. I mean, those games are really good, but it's like we've kind of jumped the gun is because as soon as we see the same Destiny screen and all that shit like that, we see live service, right? We see right. Mm-hmm. updates and shit. And I think as long as it can continue to not be that or say they're not that and then obviously they got their game pass base which is like 10 million strong if everyone hops on that i mean it's not gonna be a one-to-one conversion but you get five million day one that's that's a pretty good number um oh, yeah. so yeah I, I hope that it does well right as far as like giving people something i mean if, unless you're playing games in a backwards um backwards compat compat backwards compatibility sense or if you're like catch up on your black backlog like a wars and i are there's not too many new games out right we got we got, right. we got hitman 3 um we're kind of waiting on a bunch of stuff coming out in may but we're kind of in like a weird spot so i know people who are itching for new games like outriders is probably going to hit for them so yeah to get its time in the sun when it comes out april 1st pretty soon and then it'll probably hang on for a month or two until some other stuff comes out oh, so yeah um, hopefully that it has a good hit. Uh, are you interested at all in playing the Laura Croft games, the Tomb Raider collection coming out? Did you have you played any of those? The the reboots? Uh, I played the first one. Yeah, it was really good. First one was really yeah, good. Yeah, but I mean, I got like, um, like Nathan Drake vibe from. It. I played Nathan cool. Drake. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I mean, it's it's a cool character, you know. It's a, yeah, yeah. But you know, Last of Us, you know, I played that. You know, just, I just kind of feel like an attack. I don't really have an attachment to Tomb Raider, you know. No, I feel you. it's so funny because Nathan Drake was inspired by Tomb Raider, and then when Tomb Raider got rebooted, it was inspired by Nathan Drake. So that's a weird yeah. circle that got closed there. Yeah, Last of Us still a champ though. So shouts out, man! Give me some more Last of Us. We're, Naughty Dog has been uh, slowly uh, hiring for multiplayer people, so Last of Us Two Factions mm. should be coming out hopefully this fall. I would assume, and man, I'm ready for that because that shit was intense before. It's a different kind of multiplayer game, right? You have 
you have deathmatch and shit like that, but you're trying to collect supplies, trying to keep your people you uh-huh. know, alive in your home base and shit like that. And I think it was like consistent, right? You had to lock, like you couldn't, if you like left for two weeks, like your camp would like die essentially if you weren't there, which is kind of weird to think about, but it was cool to see a persistent and kind of multiplayer game that was a little bit different than any other kind of shooter. So um, they're really going to put the time and work and they're expanding that. And I really hope we get a, a PS5 update because I want to pay Last of Us at 60 FPS at any cost possible. So mm, I, mean, I, assume I can't, okay. I did. I played already one time, you know, so I'm satisfied. Not Shout out to the homie Abby out here. Yeah. The Abby's a damn yeah. monster, boy. I'm trying to get them, them biceps like, like I'm Abby. I'm trying. Right hey, look, we all trying, some, but I don't think anybody can get, get, get that shredded. <laughs> I need the world to really end so I can just lift weight all day. <laughs> just every day, just hit just hit the weight every day. And beat some fungus monsters in the fucking face like, and just no. get ripped. <laughs> Good God. What do you think about this project Athia hashtag forsake or sorry forespoken? Huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna want to say forsaken every time forespoken. Uh, it's got like some dragons happening in it. There's a little, quick little teaser for it, but she's like running around with her with her magics and beating shit up in the desert. Um, you thinking it's gonna be a bop or what you what you feel? I, I, I'm I, from what I've seen, I'm intrigued. I like the actress who's the lead out there. She's kind of cool. Got some cool vibes to it, so I'm hoping that it's cool. I mean, I like a good open world action rpg so um, yeah i mean kinda... the scenery is tight looking um, yeah it looks pretty if, good right you know if it's uh it's, it's supposed to take the uh advantage of the ps ps5's power and features that ssd right? probably you know Get yeah that fast yeah SSD. exactly like they need to really come off of that okay xbox and playstation like ssd been around for years yo like y'all need i love to getting stop. you riled up about SSDs. Like, y'all, they need to cut it out <laughs> Okay, it looks tight. If, it, if they drop a demo, I'll try to demo. But um, please, more like demos, it, guys. Yeah, like it might be tight because this Square Enix too, isn't it? See, yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they pretty good about open world stuff. So, um, uh, but you know, side note, uh, after after I get done Spider Man, I'm going to Hades and then I'm going to uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh Mike, I love you. You the homie out here. That's, that's yeah, all yeah, I want to hear. Trying, man. Let's go. And I got my battle pass 100 on Destiny. I done got all my most of my quests done. So now I'm just going to just slowly give him power and I'm going back to clean up the backlog. Doing the backlog and playing. Get dubs on Apex with me and Ray Ban out here. Let's Kill go. Him. We're going to play some Apex Fun right time. Now. Let's, get, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> That's it for today's show. Pretty quick show. Pretty easy show. Nothing too crazy. Good stuff out there. Uh, stay tuned, though. We'll be back next week for more news. Uh, step through on Wednesday for our stream. Oblivious Pod. I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash Oblivious Pod. And come through and watch us play some squadrons with Ray Ban out here guiding us. Gonna be our teacher. Ray, what do you think? Do you think we're just gonna all die? And do you think that I remembered anything from my training before? I mean, y'all are pretty good at video games, so I think you'll be able to catch on enough to probably have nothing on the social like dogfights. We ain't going to flea battles or anything like that, but we'll go to dogfights. Your mic isn't hot at all. I mean, I'm recording. Oh, shit. My bad. Maybe. Oh, you're recording? It was. It, yeah, it, it it came on the recording, but I m- muted my Discord. Oh, okay. That's so what I disturb you. But yeah, oh, I was just saying that it would. Um, y'all are good at video games, so you should be able to catch on enough. We'll, we'll just chill in some dog fights unranked. Man, We're not going to the ranked uh, competitive game I was trying mode. to get a positive KD. We can play against the AI and the game mode and learn okay. the competitive game mode. So it'll be fun. I like it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm, I'm here gonna, for? I'm going to. I'm going to take from that. Ray just told us we're good at games. I think that's the best thing I heard all day. That is. At least <laughs> what I've heard. What? Uh, we love uh, you. We do love you. Love you, too. All right, bet. <laughs> so t- stay tuned for that. Check us out. We'll be over on twitch.tv. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up at gmail.com. 
Instagram, Oblivious Pod, and then Twitch, Oblivious Pod One. Yeah, come through. Tell us you like us. Tell us you love us. Tell us we're pretty. Drop some comments down there. All the good stuff. Like and share, and all that. Let the people know. If you got some people in your life that love video games, they should hear us. You know what I'm saying? If you love video games, thanks for listening to us. And as always, for Ray, for Juarez, I'm Jay. We're oblivious, and we're out. We gone. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes, the Quinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson. We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Meridian, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at obliviouspod.com. There, you can find a link to our Patreon. Our email is obliviouspod at gmail.com, Instagram at obliviouspod, and Twitter at obliviouspod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at rayjocan, at laquenza, and at obliviousstokes. I'll be on Instagram, at chuki.